Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. In this episode, I'll be interviewing Josie Lawrence. <laughs> Comedian, thespian, improviser, perfume muse, think tank, drops gone, sticky ribs, mixed olives, beetroot tartlet. Josie Lawrence, welcome to Inside the Comedian. Thank you, David. It's wonderful to have you on the show. It's wonderful to be here. Is it really? Yes. How wonderful is it? Um, On a scale of family to work... Yes. um, it's a scale everyone understands. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just wonderful. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I understand that instantly. Yeah. Josie Lawrence. Yes. The great Victor Hugo once said, mm-hmm. laughter is the sun that drives winter from the human face. Yes. What was he on about? <laughs> well... Repeat it again, just so I've got so, it clearly. Yeah. Laughter, <laughs> laughter is the sun. Is the sun S U N? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Um, that drives winter from the human face. Yes. Well, what you have to remember is that Victor Hugo was a, a depressing bastard. Mm. Um, <laughs> and so it was quite unusual for him to come out with something like that. Mm. But I think what it is about laughter is, you know, even in the darkest moments, if you have a way with laughter, a way to make people smile, then, then anything can happen. You yourself can be the sun. So I like to think of myself as the sun. As, the, as a Sometimes. huge burning ball of gas. Yes, absolutely. Melting the winter of the human face. Yes, yes. Well, that's a lovely that's Or you lovely can be thing. the moon and just drop your trousers and show your bum. Right, yes. <laughs> Reflective glory. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, now, you started your illustrious career yeah. uh, back in the 1980s when British laughter was first invented. Yes. Uh, now, at, at least what we'd recognise as laughter today, because uh, the post-war British laugh was very different, wasn't it? The post-war, yes. It was more of a sort of... <sighs> and if we heard that today, we'd be quite scared. Yes. Uh, but that's what they used to do. But yes. uh, when you started your career, new forms of laughter were being Lots invented. Lots of new forms of laughter, and we yeah. used to keep them. We used to keep them in our shoulder pads. Right. And get them out whenever we could. Oh, and that's... it was more of a... <laughs> See, that's what I think of as a laugh. Yeah, that's a it? 1980s laugh. That is, that yeah. is. Like, the, the laughter of my grandparents was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, just leer at you. Always out of the dark. Like they generate shadows wherever they went. Horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, 1980s laughter was good. It It was was great. It was, you 
know, lots of things were going on in the 80s, you see. Anything was possible. Anything? Anything was possible. Right. You know, on, on, in, the, in the alternative um, cabaret world, anything was possible. I, I was part of that world, not as a stand-up comic, but as a, a singer. But when did you first discover that you could make people honk out of their noisemakers? What? By which I mean laugh. Oh, well, no, I, I, I sort of, I sort of uh, fell into it, really. I mean, um, the first um, improvisation mm. uh, team I worked with were called the No Quills. No Quills. The No Quills. Is that because they had no quills? They had no quills, uh, so therefore it's we good had to no point pen, that. so we had no script. I see what you so mean. So that's what it was all about. It, it was a clever little wordplay, no quills. And it also uh, forewarns any audience members who might be afraid of quills that they're safe to come to that show. Yes, because a lot of people are afraid of quills. Terrifying things. That's why they died out and we had big biros instead. Absolutely. I mean, because the quill, if you think about it, is um, the, the corpse of a goose, isn't it? Yes. It's a small part of a goose's it corpse. the hair of a goose. Sharpened yes. to a point. Yes, it's like taking, taking sort of the skull of a human and then... And writing with it. Writing with one end. Yeah, it'd be a bit blobby, wouldn't it? A bit blobby. So I was in, I was in uh, No Quills, and we did, we did... I think you still do a lot of the improv games. Mm. We did um, Yes Bot. Yes Bot. Yes Bot, not Yes Bot. It's my accent. Oh, no, you don't play Yes Bot. We play that these days. What's Yes Bot? Yes Bot is where you say yes um, as somebody else plays a robot who is ignoring you. <laughs> Very popular on the scene That's these good. days. That's good. I have never... We played um, Susan. Susan. Have you done Susan? No, haven't played Susan. A lot of people don't play Susan anymore. What does she do? Well, Susan was an impro game. Right. Uh, like Harold or Hascat. Oh, yes. Um, Susan Or was Norman's Trousers or... Norman's Trousers... Mm, it's quite similar to Norman Strauss's. Susan was, there'd be three of you. Two of you would be normal improvisers, yes. characters, whatever you wanted to be. One of you would be Susan. Right, that sounds hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> if you were Susan, yes. nobody would take any notice of you. Right. Um, were you um, often cast as I Susan? I was cast all the time as Susan. Right, was this game invented... By your friends? Yes. Or, right. Sometimes they would begin a scene, and I would obviously be Susan again. And it was one night they, they walked off stage and they took their audience. And you carried on carried, playing Susan yeah. in the room you'd been in. I was there two hours. <laughs> they s eventually switched the lights off. It was a good game. <laughs> what, what's the longest you've played a game of Susan for? Four weeks. Four weeks. <laughs> Right, and, and were you on your own again? By yes, the end? a lot of the time. I mean, that's a real commitment to your art. Absolutely, but it was being in No Quills that, that gave me my big, you know... Um, your big... The um, producer hernia. came in. No, break, yes, yes, big break. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. so, so what, what happened there? Like, you, you, were, you were seeing... Were you playing Susan at the time, or was it a different... I was playing Susan at the playing the time. Susan at the time, yeah. and that was your big break, was yeah. playing Susan yeah, at the time. Yeah, there was a being, producer there. Being, there was a producer there. Yeah. Thank God. And, and what happened next then in this in this roller coaster of your of your life? Well, I I did a a, a television version of of No Quills. No Quills. Yeah. Right. And, Called and what the fuck's going on here then? <laughs> right. Right. Yes, I remember the policeman in the title sequence. Yeah. 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 What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was lovely. That yeah, was yeah. lovely. Um, now, um, <clears throat> so in what the fuck's going on here then? Yeah. Um, where 
Well, it was it was broadly the same games. I remember you being ignored as a character called Susan yeah, quite I a lot. Yeah, I didn't do Susan quite so much. Not quite so much. Yeah. No, no. But now, uh, many people have said mm. that it was all made up on the spot. Yes. And it's been long enough now. And I, yes. don't, I don't think improv is popular anymore. No. Um. You can finally admit it was all lies, wasn't it? I mean, you, it was just scripted. No, it no. W- wasn't it was scripted? completely, utterly improvised. I know you want me to say that it was scripted. It was, And yes. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't scripted no, at all. No, come on. Although I do prefer scripts. Do you? Although I'm an improviser, my great, great love is scripts. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's an odd choice, then, isn't it? What? To be an improviser. Well, I kind of fell into it. It's you fell into I it. It's something I do, you know. It's a part-time job. Right, yes, yes. Like, um, Sean Connery was, was a milkman. Was he? I think so. Or a gravedigger. One or the other. <laughs> he visited lots of elderly ladies. Whichever one. Anyway. So, you, you, so scripts, theatre. Theatre. I love the theatre. Theatre. Do you, do you ever dream of making people feel sad and occasionally bored instead of just happy? Yes, I love to make people sad and occasionally bored. Right. Um, no, no, I love it. I love it when you can make people cry. Right. And, and do, you th- do you think theatre is cleverer than television or is it just longer? <laughs> I think theatre... The thing with theatre is mm. it's, it's, it's meant to be an act of... Um, well, when, when you're an audience member and you decide to go to the theatre, A, you've got to get out of the house. Right. On television, you're just sat there. You can be anything you want to be. But it, it's, it's more of a communicative thing, theatre. For example, you can, somebody can reach out and touch you. Unless you're at the Palladium, right. but you know somebody can, somebody can. You That'd know, be the, very weird, wouldn't yeah, it? Wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it? But um, that's that's why I love it. I like lo- I love the whole rehearsal process. Right. I love getting to know my fellow actors. Right, and and then working with them every single day. Absolutely. And then never seeing them again. Never seeing them again, wonderful. and yet only last week you were wearing their knickers on your head. Right. That sounds <laughs> that sounds wonderful. It's like being a man in many ways. Why? Of, of uh, just being afeared of a committed relationship. So you, you sort of get into it for a, a Well, not a only men months. are feared of committed relationships. A lot of women are like it, too. You're I, quite right. I don't want to be in a committed relationship. No? No. no what kind of relationship do you want to be in? A, a I would like to be one? in a relationship where the man does everything that I say. <laughs> right. So what you'd like to hire is a butler. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you, yeah. you want to a live... butler with a great big cock. Right. <laughs> Right, yes. That would be nice. That would be quite fun. Yeah. Somewhere to put the serviette. Absolutely. Well, it's good to get your money's worth out of his trousers, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, Shakespeare's my true love. Really? Yeah. Have you played much Shakespeare? What's your Yes, fa- I've played a lot of Shakespeare. Right. Yeah. What's your favourite part you've played? Um, of all the Shakespeare's that I've done, mm. well, for the... RSC, I think my favourite was when we did the um, the King Arnold plays, parts one, two, and three. Of King Arnold, yes. Yeah. It's, it's very moving stuff, isn't it's, it? It's fantastic. I right. mean, not many people put it on because it's such a difficult thing to produce, but the King Arnold plays my favourite. The King favorite. Arnold plays are fantastic because, because they're four hours each. Four and, hours each. And actually, um, 
if you watch the full King Arnold cycle... You have to watch the full King Arnold to make sense it of it. It lasts longer than his reign did. Uh, absolutely. Uh, well, there's three King Arnolds. Yeah. That's why it's King Arnold Part 1, two, Oh, I see. There it's are just three King Arnolds. I thought it was sequels no, like Rambo. Like him. No, no, no. OK, right. No, no, no. And in the first one... I was the knave. The knave, yes. I would only incredible part, remember incredible that part of the knave. We all know the knave. You only come on at the end. You only come on at the end. You only come on at the end. And you set fire to that horse I... and you leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, no, in the version I've seen. You're thinking of knave two. Um, knave one. Knave one. After the knave two, after the yes. horse is, is set on fire, it is immolated, King yes. Arnold invites everyone that's helped him win the wars into the banqueting hall. Right. Then the knave comes in with the horse that's on fire. Everybody is killed. Yes. And then the knave one, which was me. Yes. Uh, I was young at the time. Uh, comes on. Well, it was the past, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The knave one comes on and looks around at all the dead people and. He shrugs. And it was the only time that Shakespeare wrote that as a stage yes. piece. He shrugs. He shrugs. Like exeunt with a bear, he shrugs. He shrugs. It's a wonderful ending to a Shakespeare of just a character who's had shrugs. previously no lights comes on and just kind of goes... All dead. Eh? He shrugs. No. No, no. Doesn't make a... Uh, they wouldn't pay in you for that. In more modern productions, they've started to add that. Uh, right. It's terrible. It really pisses me off. Right. <laughs> All you do is you shrug. You, sh you shrug. And the shrug should be, what on earth has happened? Some people go, shrug, I don't care. And that's wrong. Right. The shrug should be, what on earth has happened? And then you leave the stage. Because, because uh, really, saying really I don't care is to do. play it for laughs, isn't it? Yes, to play it for laughs. Were you never tempted never, to play it for laughs? No. And I think no comedian in a comic role should ever play anything for laughs. <laughs> and that is the difficulty that a lot of straight actors trying to do comedy do. Yes, you're right. They want people to laugh. And that is beneath yeah. anyone. Yes. <laughs> I they agree. They have comedy face, you know. So, uh, in, in Arnold 2... I wasn't anything in Arnold 2. You weren't anything? No, no, no. So I moved the furniture. I moved the table in Act 3. Oh, the table scene, though. It's incredible. It must have been wonderful to be in the wings during yeah. the table scene. I moved that table. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Part 3, yes. I played King Arnold. <laughs> of course, that is the traditional doubling up, isn't it? That knave one, then moves the, the table, third. and then uh, is king. Yeah. What is this I see? <laughs> I think that deserves a round of applause. Come on, I mean, you don't get free Shakespeare very often in this show. That's the boil on the finger. Yes. Remember the boil right. on the finger. Yes. And he's in the court. What is this I see? And everyone knows it's a boil. Everybody knows it's a boil, but they're scared to say it is a boil, my lord. Right. So nobody says anything. For two hours. For two hours. <laughs> Nothing. And then another knave comes on. Yes. And shrugs. Shrugs. And that's the end. That's the end. That's the end. It's an incredibly moving piece. The Arnold trilogy. The Arnold trilogy. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Where did you train? I trained at Ra-da-da-da. You know they've rebranded recently. What? To just Rada. No, no, yeah. no. People think it was Rada. Oh, is it not? It's Rada. It's Rada. 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 Yes, oh, yes. Rada. Next what? door to Rada. Oh, I see. I see. And what does it stand for? Rada. 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 The Royal Academy of yes. Dramatic Arts. Dramatic Arts. Dramatic Arts. It's far more dramatic already. <laughs> I'd rather go there. Yeah. Uh, what did you learn at the at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts? Um, dramatic Arts. Dramatic Arts. I learned arts. how to do sad face. Yes. Smiley face. Yes. Um, tears. I yes. learned to shout. Right. Um, and I partied hard. Partied hard, yeah. yes. Is that part of the course? Yeah. Or is it? Right, yeah. okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> were there any famous contemporaries? Of, um, yes. People who've gone on to greatness who were in yes. your course? Who, um, who was my friend Tim Spall. Timothy Spall. Dame Judi Dench was Dame in the same Judy year as Dench. me. I, I did not know Tim Spall and Dame Judi Dench were the same age. Yeah, yeah, I they no are. I have no idea. Yeah. One. Yeah. Um, Dame Judi Dench is an inc- she's an incredible woman, isn't she? Absolutely. Have you, have you ever performed with her? Once. Right. Once. Uh, publicly? Yeah, we did. A, we used to do a cabaret act together. What was that called? <laughs> Dench and Lawrence. Dench and Lawrence, of course, <laughs> traditional back in the day. I'm Lawrence. I'm Dench. Whoa, what is that, Dench? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she could fart on cue. Incredible yes. pro. <laughs> Incredible pro. And produce smoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible, incredible, really. She probably couldn't do it these days. No. You know, she's getting on a bit now. But was any of that ever filmed? No, no, nothing was ever filmed. And that's the good thing about the 80s, is that we didn't have the social media we've got now. No. So we could get up to much worse things than you lot can. Social media was a lot slower in the 80s because you had to post VHS tapes to each other. Absolutely. It took forever. Absolutely. It was much more fun. I mean, I I don't think I'd be around now if I got up to the things I got got up to then. Um, does that make sense? I mean, you're, you're implying you'd be dead. Yes, I'd probably... I, I you'd was, be dead. If, if, well, no, let's edit that. <laughs> 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 what I'm saying is that me and my friends are very happy that we were, be able, we were able to enjoy ourselves. Right, right. Do, do, you think young, do you think young actors will struggle uh, from having their entire upbringing sort of catalogued in photos and things? Yes, I, mean, it, I it, think so. I mean, uh, and I think what will probably happen mm. uh, at some point 
Uh, I mean, I love young people. I'm not very good with technology. I don't understand a lot of it. Right. Um, um, but I think what will probably happen in the future is um, that there'll be a big backlash against the whole technology thing. There'll be a big backlash. And everyone um, and become Amish. People will become non-users. Right. People will just have go back. I think it's even happening. The little Nokia and that. And people will just sort of... There'll be meetings where people just sit and actually talk to each other face to face. No, I can't imagine this happening. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can imagine a couple of people getting cart horses and uh, straw hats, maybe. Yes. You know, going and building a barn in a field with Viggo Mortensen. But I can't... I can't see it being... It doesn't have to be like Amish. Well, it it's could... just back to how it used to be. Yes. Well, how I far mean, back? I mean, who, a... who picks the year? Who picks what year you go back to? I mean, do you, do you want to... Just going back to 1984? I mean, yeah, that would be good. OK, fine. 1984 was a good year for me. Um, oh, um, but, uh, <laughs> but no, just, you know, sometimes you go into coffee shops and you see two people and they're not even looking at each other. No. And I like the fact that people look at each other, you it's know. True. It's touch true. Touch each other. It's true, although it's often because um, they don't know each other and, and they're sitting at different tables. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, so sometimes <laughs> that's the reason. As a comedian, do you feel you're making the world a better place? Yes. Good. <laughs> well, I mean, or are, are we just sort of distracting people from tidying their sitting rooms? I mean, what a... Well... A, I don't really know what you're talking about. Right. And, and, and right. B, are you talking about just comedians on television? No, I'm talking, talking about... you're talking about sitting rooms. Well, well yeah, I, I suppose everyone. I mean, if people are out here tonight, they're not in their sitting room tidying it, are they? No. But, but if they're in, at, at home watching television, they're in their sitting room and not tidying it. <laughs> well, I can watch television and be tidying my room at the same time. But, I multitask. Well, I mean, that's impressive. Yes. It's impressive. Do you? Do you often watch television and tidy? Is yes. That, right, well... Well, that's put a, the, the kibosh on my theory. What's your theory? But comedians are a distraction from tidying your sitting rooms. Ah, well, you know, I don't consider myself a comedian. I consider myself a performer. A performer, mm. right. I'm of a more broader church. Yes, a broader church. Of actor, sad, sad. Uh, comedian, uh, smiley. Smiley. And then the angry and the tears you yes, mentioned yes, before. Yes, yes, yes. A performer. A performer, a performer. What have you not yet achieved in your career as a performer that you would like to achieve, do you think? I'd really like to um, perform in a, a play that, that I've written. Right. Have you ever written a play? No. Right. <laughs> Might be a bit of a hurdle there. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you going to write a play? Any? Might do. Might do, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm getting on a bit now. Uh, uh, next week it's my birthday, and oh. I'll be 97. Oh, wow. Um, You're looking very good for it. Thank you. No, no, you are. Oh, I'd quite like to be one of the box girls. What are the box girls? You must, everybody knows what a box girl is. Well, I don't. Explain what a box girl is to me. Well, the box girls on tele every, every, at six o'clock every night. On the everybody box knows girls. what the box girls are, don't they? Are they, they like the box trolls? No, <laughs> box girls. Box girls. I'm afraid repeating it isn't helping me. <laughs> on BBC One at yes. six o'clock yes. every night yes. before the news, you get the box girls. The box girls. Are they in a box? No. <laughs> are they doing the box step? No. Are they boxing? They're just called the box girls. What do they do? The box. <laughs> girls? They wave at people and go, "Here's the news." 
Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've missed the box girls. I clearly, How could you miss the box I, girls? I clearly tune in just after the news has begun. Well, I'd like to be a box girl. You'd like girl. to be a box girl. All right. Here's the news. Well, I mean, it does sound fun. Yeah. Something to do. Is, is, it, is it a regular job or can you just sort of pop in? Every day at six o'clock. Oh, right. And you there have are to be... three box girls at the minute. Right. Cynthia Locum, Patricia Lyam and... Wendy Nels. Right. And which one do you think is on her way out? Wendy Nels. Wendy Nels. Okay, fine. She's looking a bit peaky. Yes, she? she so is. Right. So if you if you took over from Wendy Nels, how long do you think you'd want to be a box girl for before? You... Uh, I reckon about six months. Six I months. Get fed up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Here's the news. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you are a performer. You're born to be seen by people uh, doing your best. Yeah. And, and that sounds like... You, you can get box girl T-shirts. Can you? Mm, yeah. Right, from the news? Yeah. I'm always on the news's merchandise page. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. You can get little box girl ornaments that, that wave like the little cats do. Right, but, <laughs> yes, the little cats do. Here's the news. When you tickle them, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I know what you mean. I'd yes. like to be a box girl. <laughs> yes. Um, well, uh, if anyone's listening and can make that dream happen for Josie, um, and you can you can help kill one of the current box girls, Wendy Neils. Wendy Neils is our preference. She's a bitch. Then I actually know Wendy Neils. Oh, then, then, then do get in touch with the program. Um, now here's the news. <laughs> I mean, I I, I want to see the news now. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see the news. It's working. It's working. Um, What's your most show-busy anecdote? Who's, who's the glitziest person you've ever met? Well, um, Cher and I, we went to a place called Zanti. Do you know it? Zanti? You know, I do not know Zanti. It's in Greece. Uh, a tiny little hotel because she wanted to write her new album and she wanted me to help her. Now, it's a known fact that... You know, I mentioned Judy before, Judy yes. Dench. She's great pals with, with Cher. Right, famously. Yes. <laughs> and so we three went on holiday to Zanti together. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, again, it's a powerful image. They seem like quite different people, uh, Dame Judy Dench and Cher. No, but that's it. Um, they're not different people. They're not. No. They, they all wear the same... They both wear the same sort of no, outfit. they are the same. They're the same person. Yes. They're one person. <laughs> they're the same person. They're the same person. That's my anecdote, because I thought I was going... You know, at the airport, there was Judy. Yes. And um, when we got to Zanti, Judy said, I'm just going to the loo. Uh, um, Cher's going to meet us here. So she went to the loo. Cher met us and said, oh, Judy's just gone somewhere else for a few right. days. And you thought, that, and so, this is fun. strange. So we went to Zanti. It was a nice little hotel. We were on the beach. And Cher, you know, said, would you like to give him ice cream? Right. Yeah, so that's, that's what, how that's she, what talked. she talks. Yeah. Um, and so she went and got some ice cream. Right, yes. And I thought, she's been gone a long time. Mm. And then Judy came back wearing exactly the same outfit that Cher had been wearing. And I noticed... A little bit baggy, but I thought they were both playing a game on me. Right, they were sort of Mrs. Doubtfiring you. They doubtfired me, yeah. but then, unbeknownst to them, I walked in on the Judy Strokeshire bedroom. Right. One day, and so they I were sharing them. a bedroom, and they you weren't. They weren't. That's the thing. It was it one was person. The one person. So, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. And Judy's, oh, don't come in here, darling. <laughs> and their voices, their voices melded into one. Seamlessly into one. Yes. Transition. Oh, no, don't shut, shut the door. And, and what did you see? <laughs> what did you see before you to suddenly know that the ruse was up? Half, 
half long dark hair on one side, mm. nice little short white cut on the other, mm. uh, slightly slightly stooped because the sheer side was taller than right. the... Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and like this, this side yes. here yes. had like a see-through right. bikini and mesh. Right. And this side just had a really nice linen top and some culottes. <laughs> and did you ever get to the bottom of why she'd done this? Never. 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 Fascinating. I shouldn't really have told you. <laughs> well, don't worry. There's no one here. <laughs> That's my showbiz anecdote. I mean, I think that is the greatest showbiz anecdote I've ever heard. It raises so many questions that we simply don't have time for. No. But, um, but I guess, I guess uh, that's what happens when you dip inside somebody. Absolutely. Just a toe. Yes. Just a toe. <laughs> to Josie you... Lawrence, thank you for letting me inside you. Thank you for being inside me. Josie Lawrence. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Inside the Comedian with me, your host, David Reed. If you'd like to barrack me about something you disliked in the programme, please follow me at Mr. David Reed on Twitter. 